welcome to the Apostles' Corner, where we discover truth and we become the living proof. Hello, I'm your, I'm your host, Brian A. Harris. Thank you, everyone, for subscribing to the Apostles' Corner on all of our di- digital audio platforms and also to our YouTube channel. Uh, we are in season two, and we are on episode Five. And I'm so excited today because I have a lifelong friend. <laughs> I think I met them when I was five years old. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. five years little, old. Little. Little. Yeah, just moved to Arkansas. Right. <laughs> New Yorkers. <laughs> New Correct. Yorkers. Correct. Oh, so amazing. <laughs> and so uh, her dad is Bishop Ronald Bailey. Yeah. He's like a father to all of us. Yeah. So we stole her dad, all of us. And so we've been talking about life goals. And uh, if you've been following us, you know what this platform is about. And today I have, today talking to my friend, my <laughs> sister, Tamika Bailey Young. Mm-hmm. I am so grateful to have us with her, have her with me so today. Glad to be here. Yes, and we're talking about basically overcoming anxiety. Correct. We're going to define that for the people today. And Correct. we're going to uh, just kind of have this conversation, sure. deal with real life. Yeah. <laughs> anxiety is real life every single day yeah so, every yeah. single day so much going on it is and and man going meeting you at five mm-hmm. you know i don't know all of your story as growing up you know yeah. but for me man i've had some challenges and places yeah. in my life that i find myself i would have never thought that i would have gone through those things because everything was so churchy we felt correct. safe correct <laughs> Then you're out there in the world and you th- realize, yeah. oh, yeah, this it's is different. what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real life. Yeah. Correct. And, and, and your parents can't save you from everything. Yeah. And uh, nobody can talk to law law enforcers and folks no. like that sometimes. It just get crazy for yeah. us. I, it did for me. And so, uh, you know, find yourself, I found myself walking on the streets, you know, mm-hmm. some seasons in my life, yeah. just just life changes and hardships yeah. and, and only having God to talk to. I think it's yeah. in those times where I learned who he really was. Oh, yeah. I God that, will bring you to a point where you absolutely have to learn who he is. Yeah. He's going to be the only one you can rely on, the only one you can depend on. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, you know, not. you develop a relationship with God that yeah. you've never had before. Yeah. You know, and I've learned a lot when it comes to uh, anxiety and prayer. Oh, yeah. Those oh, two wow. work together. They work together. A lot of times I tell uh, people that prayer is the best Prozac there is out there. Wow. Come on. Tamika. It is. It is the best one out yeah, there, yeah. you know, and um, just even in my life, I've learned to just just give everything. I have yeah. to give everything to him, yeah. you know, and that's the hardest thing is to yeah, give everything, everything to him and not take it back. Oh, that's ooh, girl. That's powerful. Not take it back. Yeah, that's the hard part. That's not taking part. it back. Mm-hmm. That's man, the hard part. that's oh, man, that's so challenging because. We, we we like to be in control. We do. We enjoy. I like being in control. I like being in control, I, I ain't going to lie. I don't, I, <laughs> <laughs> pastor, preacher, whatever you want to yeah. call me, I like being in control. Yeah. I like to be able to know what's going to happen, how it's going to happen. I like to be able to decide when it's going to happen and how. And therefore, you have anxiety. Anxiety. Because that's what anxiety is. Wow. A lot of people don't know what the wow. definition of anxiety is. Yeah. You know, um, it's pretty much anticipating something going bad before it's even happened yet. Yeah. Wow. And with that, 
is how you feel out of control. Yeah. You know, and what most people don't understand is that they create their own anxiety. That's good. Because they fail to realize that or they fail to accept the fact yeah. that things are out of their control. Yeah. Which is where when God steps in. Right. You know, and where we have to trust in God and we yeah. have to have faith in God that mm -hmm. he knows exactly what, what he's doing. Yeah. You know, anxiety is like, say, for instance, you know, you have say you're married. Mm -hmm. Your wife works out. She goes jogging in the evening time. Mm -hmm. Right. And as a husband, you know, you're the protector. You're supposed to make sure she's safe, right. you know, and everything. And we always say, oh, I'm sending God with you. But you're sitting here, you know, in the back of your mind, like, oh, what if she gets hurt? Right. What if somebody kills her? Yeah. What if somebody takes her? Wow. Now you're sitting at home. Yeah. Your wife is jogging. Well, what are you going to do about it? Wow. You have no control. No control. Over that. Wow. And so you have to learn to accept that yeah. you don't have control over That's that. That's powerful to me. And once you learn that you don't have control over it, mm -hmm. you don't worry. Wow. When we first moved to Memphis, my wife testifies this. Matter of fact, we did a Bible study last year, live stream mm -hmm. to the whole world, and and I made a confession mm -hmm. on in the Bible study. And uh, when we first moved to Memphis, all we kept hearing was negative stuff. Mm -hmm. Don't end up over here. Don't end up over there. Mm -hmm. Move to this. So we found, like, the most expensive place we could pay for, for uh, to, yeah, live, to live just to feel like we're safe, you know. Mm -hmm. And so uh, my daughter and my wife, they have no reservations about anything. They mm -hmm. just get out there and they go, go shopping and all of this. And then you're hearing all this stuff, and I'm – you know, getting notifications on my phone, yeah. people getting robbed, people yeah. getting shot <laughs> at the gas station, mm -hmm. people getting shot at the mall and all mm -hmm. this. And I'm like, okay, this is crazy. So anytime that it looked like the, the, the sun was going down and if mm -hmm. they were out of the house, mm -hmm. I would freak out. It's a new yeah. place, new environment. Mm -hmm. I don't know where y'all are. The, the little life 360 thing that yeah. you have we will we check on each other that way so i'm like it looked like y'all a long way from this house yeah. it's getting dark yeah. and i was just freaking out they could not enjoy almost the first year of us living there yeah. when it started getting dark because i would start fussing you i would know, just go off <laughs> this is amazing and god is so amazing because um as i was searching the word um he brought me to numbers right where um the children of Israel, they were in the wilderness. And mm -hmm. this is so funny that you said, you know, the neighbors and everybody, they're like, don't let them go out there. Don't right. let them do this, that, and the yeah. other. So, you know, it, I'm not even going to read and go through everything. But mm -hmm. if you go to, like, Numbers 11, chapter 11, 10 through 15, mm -hmm. this was a time where the Israelites were complaining. Yeah. They were in the wilderness. They were complaining. You know, oh, my goodness, we can't do this. We can't do that. We can't do that. Well, you know, it started with just one person right one, per one person. Oh wow yeah then one person tells another person <laughs> and then another person tells another Come person on. and before you know it everybody is complaining to me that's a form of corporate anxiety wow it just corporate. starts with one person and it just sets fire and now everybody is anxious about yeah. something yeah. and everybody is now questioning where they're going yeah. or where god is taking them yeah. um they were questioning how they were going to eat they were questioning uh when we go across the Red Sea what's going yeah. to happen to us over there yeah. and instead of all of them just trusting in God and yeah. understanding that their situation their current situation was completely out of their control yes they decided to fuss yes they decided to complain yes and you know whether we know it or not complaining is pretty much another form of 
prolonging a response. Wow. You know, we Come sit on. and we complain. And we complain <laughs> and we complain and we complain. But what we should really do is try a direct yeah. type of action. Yeah. And when we're more direct, mm-hmm. then we usually get a quicker response, yes. you know, to what we're asking yeah. when we ask questions and we ask God for mm-hmm. these different things, mm-hmm. you know, and instead of them, instead of the Israelites asking questions or asking God questions, you know, they complained. Yeah. They complained and complained and complained. Wow. And it prolonged yes. their answers. Yes. You know, and it's the same thing. Again, I usually go back to husbands and wives. Right. You know, because it's pretty much, you know, the same thing. The wife is complaining. When are we going to go on vacation? When yeah. are we going to go on vacation? When are we going to go on vacation? <laughs> you know, I really like vacation. And eh, you don't ever take me there. You know, you know and, and your husband is sitting there like, oh, I wish she'd be quiet. <laughs> you know, I know I'm going to take her on vacation. Yeah. I wish she'd be quiet. I already have the tickets. I already yeah. have this. I'm going to surprise her, but she's just going on and on and on and Mm. on and on. You know, instead of us wives saying, babe, are we going to be able to go on vacation this year? Yeah. How much more gentler is that for us to be direct, you know, and ask our husbands, when are we going to go on vacation this year? Yeah. You know, so that they can say something like, I have something planned. Yeah. Or give you an exact date. Yeah. They're more responsive that yeah. way. Yeah. You know, and even if they say I have something planned, we as women should sit there and say, okay, and trust him. Yeah. Therefore, wow. we have no anxiety <laughs> about going on vacation. Right. And we just trust that our husband is going to do what, yes. what they say they're going to wow. do. Wow. And that's wow. all God wanted from the Israelites yeah. is to pretty much just trust, trust him, him. Yeah. you know, and because they murmured, they complained. He just kept going. They go around yeah. and around and around and around, mm-hmm. you know, and you can only imagine all that anxiety yeah. that was built up, yeah. you know, in them, mm-hmm. you know, and then they tried to start solving their own. own yes. <laughs> Ooh, come on. They started, they started trying to solve everything. Yeah. You know, they even created own. a new leader Correct. among them. They created a new leader. <laughs> they said, we, this man brought us out here to die. Correct. <laughs> you know, and it's amazing because, you know, people don't understand. One, therapy. Yeah. People need to go to therapy. Yes. It is okay to go to therapy. It is okay. Absolutely 100%. I do it. You, I do Even too. now. Correct. I do too. <laughs> Even now. You know, it is okay. That is not against God's word. Right. That is seeking counsel, you know, and we also seek that spiritual counsel, you know, as well. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we, when I talk to my therapist, he's, he's given me, I mean, I don't know how many things to just kind of look and take into consideration, Mm -hmm. you know, in my life. Um, he taught me things like, um, he was giving me, uh, the feelings that cause pain, Mm -hmm. you know, and, as I was looking at it and kind of going through numbers and reading all of these different things, I mm-hmm. learned how God is so emotional. Yes. And this is where we get all of our emotions mm-hmm. from. He gets angry. He gets upset. He gets mm-hmm. all of these things, you know. And then um, we also discussed something called the cycle mm-hmm. of emotions. It's okay. the emotional cycle that we as human beings go through. Right. You know, and they're normal. Normal yeah. cycles, normal. you know, of emotions. Um 
you know, if you want me to share sure, some, some with go you, ahead. I can. Um, you That's know, me. let's do cycles of emotion before talk we about even <laughs> talk about our fears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a whole podcast by itself. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so some of these, well, not some of them, this is pretty much how, when something happens to us, how we process things. Mm-hmm. And the way it goes is pain, you got frustration, sadness, and then anger. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, things that happen in our life, and we tend to react, mm-hmm. you know, to these different things. We don't understand why we're reacting a certain way. Why are we, you know, upset? Why are we lashing out at people? Mm-hmm. Why are we fussing? And we sometimes have absolutely no idea, but yeah. there is a root cause right. for it. Whether it's a root cause from past trauma mm-hmm. or whether it's a root cause because someone at work might have said something to you and, and you're just, you're upset. Right. So what I've learned to do in this process, especially when it comes to the first word, which is pain Mm -hmm. we have to identify what it is that has us feeling this way yes you know we have to identify that feeling so you know say for instance i come home and i'm I'm yelling i'm screaming i'm angry i'm Mm -hmm. upset you know and all of those different things i have to figure out tamika yeah what happened what's the root to make you act like this yeah you know and so i'll go back and i'll think and i'm like "Mm, maybe you know what? Yep. I talked to my sister, me and her got in an argument. Yeah. You know, you go back to that and it really hurt me. Yeah. You know, some of the things that she said, and then, you know, you move into frustration where you're like, yeah, this just, Oh, I can't, I don't know what to do with this, you know? And so you're frustrated, you know, about it. And then you move into sadness because, you know, you're angry. You're yeah. angry at your sister. You yeah. know, you love each other. Yeah. You know, you're hurting now. You're mm-hmm. sad behind that situation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, because you are so sad, you get angry. Why does she do that to me? Why does right. she make me feel, right. you know, that way? Mm-hmm. But if we're able to identify all of those feelings, we're able to be able to control our behavior yes, and on. we don't take it out on other, other people. people. Oh, that's so good. And it's very important yeah. that we identify those things so yeah. that we don't take it out on other people because yeah. those things ruin relationships. Yes. They yes. ruin friendships. They ruin, yes. you know, marriages. They yeah. ruin so many different things. Mm-hmm. And all it takes is for us to stop and identify where that pain comes from yeah. because it's not the person that we're lashing out to. Right, right. 99% of You know, it's something else, you know, that happened, you know, during the day or in our past, you know, that we're dealing with. So the cycle of emotions has helped me Mm -hmm. to just kind of recognize, you know, what's going on with Mm -hmm. me myself, you know, at that time. And, you know, it's okay, you know, to say, you know what, give me a couple of minutes to process this whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) Just hang on a minute. Give me give me five minutes. (laughs) Let me figure out what's going on with me. Or to keep an anxiety journal. Yeah. Where you write down. And what I've learned in my journal, so funny. It you know, going back, we'll say, you know, my sister, you know, said some things and I took them wrong. We'll Mm -hmm. go back to that situation. Mm -hmm. You know, I went through the pain. I'm like, oh my goodness, she said that she couldn't go to the birthday party with me. Mm -hmm. And that hurt me so much because I asked her a week ago and Mm -hmm. she 
she can't go. Yeah. You know, so it, it's hurting me. She can't tell me why she can't make it, but you know, I'm in pain. And then I'm frustrated because now I have to go to this birthday party by myself. Yourself. I promised yeah. I had a plus one, you wow. know, and I'm not going to be there. And wow. then it saddens me that she can't tell me why she's not able to go or wow. that we had this argument, mm-hmm. you know, and we, we hung up on bad terms and then, you know, I'm angry at her. I've yeah. already paid for this ticket. Yes. You know, I've, I've got this, you know, and this is how you write in your journal, just put in different columns. And then what I do is I full circle it and I'll yeah. put an arrow and I'll say results. Wow. Now come to find out, and this is just hypothetically speaking, yeah. that my sister's best friend passed away. Wow. And she wasn't able to talk about it yeah. because she was hurting. Yeah. She wasn't able to go because she was sad Mm -hmm. and she wasn't able to talk to me about the situation Mm -hmm. because maybe it was a criminal situation that she was going to going through. Mm -hmm. Now, see, all of that I did, Mm -hmm. all of that, I did all that anxiety, all of that just to circle around and find out that this is the reason why she wasn't able to do what she was able to do. I could have stopped it. Yeah. At the very beginning. And again, with that directness. And then if she's like, I can't tell you because she's my sister and I love her. I have to trust her. And because I trust her Mm -hmm. and I accept her answer, Mm -hmm. my anxiety, therefore, is no more. That's so beautiful because that's I didn't learn that I actually suffered from anxiety until last year Mm -hmm. when I started therapy. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Matter Mm of fact, I, I had gotten so down on myself that I was entering into chronic depression, Yeah, you know, yeah. and I was, and so when I went to, um, my, I still remember the night before I went to therapy, mm-hmm. I cried in my home. Yeah. My wife was in the bed and I cried because I didn't realize I was that sick yeah. because mental health, is just a thing that we don't discuss. We don't. Uh, in the church, like we come out of, right. or at least where I came out of, for sure, my my father, you know, he demonized everything. It's, right. the, it's the devil. You know, I'm yeah, you. It, it was like, you, <laughs> <laughs> you need to get deliverance, yes. you know, and, and did not understand that we needed a, a mental health uh, uh, professional as much as we needed a right. physician or right. as much as we needed a dentist. Correct. And we don't take care of our minds in our community. And, and, and we have all of this pressure. And Correct. some of it is legit pressure mm-hmm. coming with, you know, it's not it's not fair, but it's, you know, racism, different things like Correct. that. We have a lot of things in our community that just cause us to suffer mentally and emotionally. And if you never get help for it, it just keep piling up. And then up. then you, you got, like you said, we have people yelling at each other. You have Correct. people fuss and, and you're fussing at the person that you really love. It Correct. could be your best friend. Could, like you said, your sister. When I say best friend, I mean your spouse. Uh-huh. You know, it could be your children suffering Correct. from your anger and Correct. anxiety and hurt. And you don't mean to hurt anybody, but you're hurting but them. But you're hurting them. You know? That's correct. And, and then when you find out you hurt them, I love what you said earlier about how now you're frustrated. Because now yeah. you're frustrated with the situation. And for mm-hmm. me, I'm frustrated with myself. Yeah. Because now, especially when I, as a man, you, you find out that you're hurting people that you love. Correct. Now you're wrestling with two things, disappointment mm-hmm. and pride. Mm-hmm. And that's very important what you said about things building up mm-hmm. when it comes to trauma, um, which is why it's important that people are informed when you suffer a trauma that's when you get help yeah and see a loss 
to me or to anybody is is something that you cared about or that impacted your life mm-hmm. and it's no longer there. Yeah. It doesn't have to be someone passing away. Yeah. A loss could be you moving to another state yeah. and you're not with your family anymore. Wow. You know, a loss could be your children going away to college. Yeah. A loss could be your children moving out. Mm-hmm. You know, you're used to having them there yeah. and now they're not there anymore. And making that adjustment. Correct. Yeah. A loss can be so many different things and we don't understand how those losses impact us which is why it is very very important that you have a therapist somebody that you can reach out to you know even if you're like oh man my kid moved out why do I feel bad? Why yeah. do I, you know, back to that cycle of emotions. Why am I in pain? Yeah. Why am I frustrated? Yeah. You know, and then you don't have anybody to talk to yeah. and it just keeps building, building and building and building. And the only thing that's going to happen is it's going to keep stacking up yeah. because you, you're going through life <laughs> right. and it just keeps stacking up. Yeah. And sooner or later you're going to pop, oh. you know, and the people around you do suffer yeah. and you have to be so careful, especially yeah. when it comes to spouses, because yeah. We always assume they're going to always be there. Right. And so we'll lash out, lash out, lash out, you know, at our spouses, you know, because, oh, they're always going to be be there. there. But that's not fair to them, you know, because you're hurting them, you know, and you can't sit there and just say you're going to be here and you're going to take it. It's not not fair to them, you know, so we do. We have to watch ourselves. We have to take responsibility for our own actions. actions yeah. And we have to get help, you know, for those things. Um, when my son passed away, um, it was a really hard time, yeah. you know, for my family. Yeah. And even though, you know, we went to like grief counseling right off because that's mm-hmm. what you hear, go to grief counseling. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and so you assumed, okay, I go to grief counseling and I'm done. Uh, yeah. Well, grief counseling and just getting therapy are two different things. Wow. They handle that's your good. grief in grief counseling. They mm-hmm. try to help you get through the process of what's going on with you, your mm-hmm. family, your feelings and everything. Mm-hmm. But once you kind of go through that process, what do you do with your feelings after that? Wow. And so you need to talk to someone after that. Mm -hmm. And it got me down to a point where, man, I... I was an alcoholic. Yeah. Um, anything to numb yeah. yourself, yeah, you know, feel from you. feeling that. Yeah. Because it was such a loss, yeah. you know, to me as a mother. It was something I never thought in this whole world, you know, would ever happen. It's wow. like me? No, not yeah. me. You go through stages of guilt. Yeah. You you sit and you figure out, what did I do? What could I have done differently? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you go through... Um, these stages of it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Everything's fine. I mean, it's like from one end to To the the other, you know, and you're just trying to kind of go through these emotions, you know, and when you don't have help, I didn't have help. Mm -hmm. You know, you start going down and, and into depression and more into depression. And what happened to me is I, you know, I did start seeing, you know, a therapist Mm -hmm. and, I was seeing a therapist and this therapist was pretty much like the ones on TVs. Well, well how do you feel about that? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm talking to you. I don't know how. <laughs> right, right, that. right. You know, I'm like, I'm lashing out at my family. I'm yeah. lashing out, you know, at my friends.
emotions. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm angry all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm happy on some days. I'm sad on some days. So, of course, the first thing they said, oh, you're bipolar. You know, and wow. so you're sitting here like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm bipolar. I'm bipolar. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and so you go because, of course, I assumed I'm over the situation right. with my son. I, I've, I've won that. I'm, yeah. I'm over that. You yeah. know, this me acting like this has nothing to do, yeah. you know, with that situation. So, yes, I'm bipolar. Mm-hmm. And so you start taking medications for being Mm. bipolar, you know, and then it was, well, you may suffer some clinical depression as well. You know what? Yeah. 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 That is just buying it all. Every last bit of it. And you're sitting there like, okay, they're the doctor. (laughs) They know what they're talking about. That's exactly correct. So if they give me this medicine, it's going to fix me, you know, which is always why it's great to get a second opinion correct a second opinion so i'm sitting here i take my medications you know it's still getting worse nothing is changing you know tamika is still being the same you know and finally it got to a point where i had a breakdown Mm. i simply had a breakdown i did not want to be here on this earth any longer oh i know what you're talking about you know i just I just, I couldn't take it anymore. I felt like, one, I would never be the same person again because I did have the diagnoses of bipolar and clinical Mm -hmm. depression. I said, Tamika, you'll never be the same again. And then you always think people are looking at you differently. And then you question yourself, is this how I'm supposed to act in society? Or am I supposed to be quiet? Am I supposed to speak now? Or am I supposed to be quiet? You're never really yourself because you base all of your decisions on the sickness that they said that you You have have, yeah you know so then you begin to imitate other people right right because you figure okay you guys are not on medication let me act like you yeah because you all have it all together and then we don't know if they're on medication (laughs) we don't know (laughs) you know and we begin acting like these people wow you know and so i say god allowed me to have this breakdown he did he allowed me to have this breakdown to bring me to myself, sort of mm-hmm. like the prodigal son. Yeah. He had to come to himself. Come to himself. You know, and so I began to see a specialist, mm-hmm. you know, and I began to see a specialist. And even though I was at the point, I said, I just don't want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. I still loved my children. I still love my husband. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I got to fight for them. At that time, you know, you sit and you say, well, you should be fighting for yourself. Yeah. But when you're in that state of mind, yeah. that's not who you want to fight, fight for. Yeah. That's not who you want to fight for because you want to do self-harm to yourself. Yeah. So it's not you you want to fight yeah. for. So you find something else to yeah. fight for initially. Wow. And it was them wow. I chose to fight for. Wow. And so... You know, with that in mind, I I began a treatment plan with one of the specialists here in Arkansas, who Mm -hmm. is an amazing doctor, Mm -hmm. you know, and I began a fight, you know, and I began a journey and I began to reach out to God more, you know, for understanding. And I remember I would get up in the morning and and jog because even mental health 
you have to have a holistic approach to yes. everything, what you eat, what you put in your body, yep. you know, uh, the people that are around you. Yep. Um, all of these different things play a role in your mental health. Yes. Get up. Yes. Wash your body. Come on. Brush your teeth. Yep. Do your hair. Yep. Put on some clothes. Yep. You know, be alive. Yep. Get out in society. Yep. You know, all of those things help. Mm -hmm. And so I would get up and I would jog in the morning and I would pray. Wow. That would be my thing. And I mm -hmm. would jog and I would pray and I would listen to... Um, I can't think of the uh, gentleman's name right now, but it was motivational speeches mm -hmm. that I would listen to mm -hmm. to motivate myself to do better, to motivate myself to be a champion, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I continued my therapy, never missed an appointment, not one appointment because I was just that driven yeah, yeah. at the time for my children. Mm -hmm. I was driven, mm -hmm. you know, I made sure I took my medications. I made sure, you know, I went to therapy. I made sure that, you know, my body was healthy, all of these different things. I made sure my spiritual life was growing mm -hmm. as well. And, you know, long story short, you know, toward the middle of my treatment plan, my therapist told me, he says, Tamika, he said, you know, you just really amaze me. And I'm, I'm looking like, okay, you yeah. know, where are we going with this? Yeah. He said, you know, he said, I've never seen a, he said, no, he said, you make me proud to be a therapist. Wow. He said, because I've never seen a person more driven to do better wow. for themselves, wow. he said, than you. Yeah. And he said, I think we need to do a reevaluation of wow. your mental health. <laughs> And I said, okay, you know, let's do a reevaluation. So when we did the reevaluation, come to find out I'm not bipolar. Right. And I do not suffer clinical depression. Wow. What I did suffer from was grief depression. Wow. That is completely different. Yes. And that grief depression oh, came from different traumas yeah. from my childhood all the way up to my son yes. passing away. And what I found out is grief depression can last anywhere from six months to six years. Wow. Wow. That long. Oh you know, and it had been four years mm -hmm. since my son passed away. And I'm even proud of myself for talking about it now because sure. yeah. honestly, absolutely, you get a year ago, I, I wouldn't even be able to do this good. Wow. You know, when it comes to to talking about, mm -hmm. you know, my son, but, you know, just learning that that's what it was. Mm -hmm made me push even harder. Yeah. And it was at that turning point I said, Tamika, you doing this for you. Yeah. Yeah. I said, this is wow. for you, honey. Wow. You know, and so I began to push, yeah. you know, and I began to um I was talking to my psychiatrist and she told me, she says, Tamika, and she's a spiritual woman. Yeah. She says, Tamika, she said, let's start getting you off these medications. Yes. Yes. Mm, Absolutely. Mm, mm, wow. Mm. And I said, you know what? I said, God is good. I said, and no matter what anybody says, God wow. is a healer. Yes, he is. He Come is on. a healer. Come on. You know, and she's weaning me off. Yeah. All of these medications yes. that I had been on for years. Yeah, for things for you didn't things even need. Didn't need You didn't even all. need them. Yes. No. You Come know, on. and my therapist, he said, we're going through three uh, through uh, grief counseling again. And I said, OK, so we began to go through uh, grief counseling, you know, and toward the end, 
you know, well, we would take grief counseling in segments along with different things that we would discuss. And he's mm-hmm. so amazing because he did a lot of handouts. You know, he pretty much taught because he said education is going to be what helps you with your yes. mental health. Yes. He said not just sitting here talking at you. Right, right. You know, so he began to educate me mm-hmm. is what he did, you know. And it was my my son's um, anniversary, well, his death anniversary day mm-hmm. was June 9th. Mm-hmm. And this year, I didn't even realize it was coming up until two days prior. Wow. You know, and usually I would be down for three months mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm. I mean, ahead of it. Right. You know, because I knew it was approaching. Mm-hmm. And it it didn't even dawn on me. I was like, wow. It's like two days from now, <laughs> you know, and yeah. that evening I had therapy and I was sitting, I was talking to my therapist and he said, well, how you been doing? I said, you know what? I said, I think I've been doing pretty good. Yeah. And he said, you have? I said, well, yeah. I said, you know, I said my son's anniversary, his death anniversary day is on a night. Mm-hmm. And he looked over. He says, really? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. He said, well, how you feeling about that? I said, you know what? I said, I feel pretty darn good. Yeah. I said, I can't explain it. And then I said, no, I can't explain it. Mm -hmm. I said, I have learned to accept that there is nothing I can do about this. And it is completely out of my control. That's powerful. And my doctor looked at me and he said, congratulations, you've completed (laughs) grief counseling wow acceptance acceptance wow is the last bit and he said that they don't push it because you have to come to acceptance for For yourself wow that man this oh tamika you you just my brain is on overload my spirit is on overload right now because i'm thinking about my own process Mm -hmm. and even you know i was telling my wife the other night i think that's where i am but matter of fact, I know that's where I am because mm-hmm. I'm beginning to feel that freedom return to yeah. me again. Yeah. And it's been work. Yeah. It's it's taken a lot of work. And and I, I didn't understand where my, you know, depression came from. Yeah. I didn't know uh one of the things that like you're talking about mm-hmm. your nutrition. And it's like I didn't know I had uh hypothyroidism. And so hypothyroidism, it uh it causes depression. Yes. I was eating yeah. everything I wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. I was gaining weight. Mm-hmm. I was drinking, you know, sodas all yeah. the time, like water. Like, yeah. And I, I wasn't resting the way I should. Yeah. My body was overworking while I was asleep because I, of the food that was yeah. still processing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't resting. And so, and, and I was just feeling low. I mean, I was yeah. accomplishing things, but I was never happy about all those, those, yeah. those things. And so uh, my wife would try to celebrate me and I would be like, no, nah, that's all right. I don't want to celebrate. You know, mm-hmm. I just want to chill. I want to go stay in my office yeah. i would just sit and watch tv and there was she, she told me for two years in our marriage my daughter and my wife told me she said you became a hermit you you slept you yeah. ate you studied you did everything in yeah. the bed for two years yes. and one day they just came in and said when are you gonna come out yes and they said it's been two years yeah. tamika yeah i didn't know and you don't know that i was yeah. inside for two years that ain't even the brian you knew no. or you met that's not me no i'm a i'm a people person i'm i like to go places and see and things be out and have i fun. wouldn't do yeah. a thing yeah even the wednesday night we went to see pj morton mm-hmm. and it was downtown by bill street mm-hmm. and and I, have, I i was so excited because i've been following them since i was my daughter was four she's 19 <laughs> yeah. so that's how long i've been following yeah. pj morton 
it was powerful. And I was just so excited. But in my mind, yeah. I was thinking, okay, when, when Maverick City came, we had safe parking. Yeah. But, you know, at nighttime, people tell you, be careful. Don't go downtown. Don't go downtown. Uh-huh. You know, and it didn't start to eight. So I got down there about five. Mm-hmm. And found me a safe parking space right across the street from the auditorium, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm doing all this safe stuff, trying to make mm-hmm. sure I can get myself back home with my wife and, and, and all of that. So I get to the uh I, I get down there and I get in the concert and here it goes again. This 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 noise in my head. Mm-hmm. You know when you get out of here, you're gonna get shot. Somebody's gonna start shooting yeah. and you're not gonna be able to keep her safe. Anxiety. And somebody you could be the mm-hmm. first one to die and all, all this stuff. And I just said, you know what? I have to accept I said. There are at least 2,000 people around me right, right now. They're all accustomed to this. Correct. This is what they do. They're in here. They are enjoying this. Con- You've been trying to get to a PJ Morton concert mm-hmm. since your daughter was four. Yeah. <laughs> Brother. And you can't enjoy it. You can't enjoy it sitting around thinking you're going to get shot when you leave. Correct. Enjoy it. You're going to get home. Like you said, I loved it. Trust. Yeah gotta trust and that is so important why you need a relationship with with god God. come on and today god is requiring oh yes he wants that intimacy yes you know with his people Mm -hmm. you know and you're at the concert you should be like well if it happens, it, it yeah. happens. This yeah. must be God's will. Yeah. You know, but I have to trust yes. that God is protecting yes. me. Yes. But when you don't have that close intimacy, mm-hmm. that relationship or that yada, yeah. you don't have that yeah. with God. These are the things that constantly yes. go on mm-hmm. in your mind yeah. and they will bring, it's almost debilitating, oh, yeah. you know, at times because it's always what is going to happen? What is this? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Instead of enjoying today. Yes. Because we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Come on. So let's just enjoy. Today. Today. And wow. the safety that God has provided today. And we will worry about tomorrow. Yes. When tomorrow comes. Mark Batterson says in his book, uh, We in the Day, he, he uh, uh, it's a good book too. Okay. It teaches you how to live, exactly like you Living. just said, in, in 24-hour day-tight compartments. Correct. And so he says you can't do anything about yesterday and you can't sit back and fix tomorrow it hasn't even happened yet Mm -hmm. so learn how to live today and he talks about how uh you know the scripture says give us this day Mm -hmm. our daily bread and it's 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 simply based on the principle you just spoke of a call trust Mm -hmm. and he basically says it we would love to know uh, uh, you know, we would love for that scripture to say, "Give us this week our daily bread," exactly. or "Give us this month our, our day," or bread. "This great this this mm-hmm. year our daily bread." He, we would love for it to say that, but it's a reason why God to put allowed it to be placed That's in right. there. Give us this day, right. because the only thing that really matters right now is it's today. It. That's it. <laughs> oh my That's God, it. Tamika, that just it, it, it blew my mind. Today. Yes, and, you know, and that is it. You will be a happier yes person. Yes. Just dealing with today. Today. Your stress wow. level will go down. <laughs> you know, I mean, you. we understand that we have bills coming up. We oh, understand yeah. all of these yeah. different things. Yeah. You know, but the worries about who's going to get shot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and don't, don't go anywhere. And don't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we, that's for the birds. That's we have birds. to live in today so that we can experience, yeah. you know, the things that God has for us. He wants us to experience wants the world. To. He Come wants on. us to live. Come on. He wants us to be out there. Yeah. But again, 
a prayer life and trust yes. is what's going to give us the courage yeah. to go out there That's good. and do what he Come said on. about the daily Come on. bread. Yes, I love it. We'll get the courage to do that. <laughs> Come on. You know, That's and so it's important to have a prayer life. I start yeah. my day with prayer. Yes. I end my day with, with prayer. prayer. Yeah. You know, convening and talking to God, yeah. you know, and getting instruction, yeah. you know, from God, because there are times God may say, nope, stay in the house today, mm -hmm. you know, and that's okay yeah. when God tells you that, mm -hmm. you know, but he's not going to tell you that every single day <laughs> of your life, you know, hey, I need you to stay in the house forever. You're called to be yeah, a hermit. Exactly. He's, he's not going to say that or he wouldn't say go eat into all the world. Right. He, Come he on. He wouldn't tell you to go out there. That's right. You know, um, so we have to find a way to make sure we trust God every single day, every I think single it's, minute. I, I think it's getting hooked on to whatever lie the enemy tells you. Correct. And then, like, experiencing failure for trying things will make you more reserved because you're trying not to make the, the same, same mistakes, mistakes as you did in your past. And so it's like, okay, don't do nothing. You know, and that's not the answer. Because I'm going to tell you, the breakthrough came when we went back to the car. Uh -huh. And I stopped in the the Memphis Bridge was lit up. The Soto Bridge was lit up. And I told my wife, I said, stop. Mm -hmm. Let's take a picture. Let's wow. take a selfie. Yeah. Now, I'm outside. Yeah. All these people walking around. I don't know any of them. Yeah. And my anxiety would normally be high. Yeah. But when we walked, because I, I accepted, mm -hmm. this is life. It's life. Brother, the only reason why you tripping is because you don't live. Correct. That's the only reason why you tripping. Correct. It's because you're afraid to get out here and enjoy it. My daughter tell me, she said, all the time, you, <laughs> these kids or something else, but I don't know where she came from. I just don't. She, she said, she said, Dad, I, anything can happen to me in the house. Yeah. Anything can happen to me anywhere. She yeah. said, I cannot stop living because you are afraid. Correct. And that hurt me, but at the same time, it helped me. Yeah. Because it let me know your daughter has more sense than you, bro, yeah. to trust God. You taught her this. Yeah. And now you are not even a good example of this. Yeah. She's telling you, Dad, do something. Mm -hmm. It's in you. Yeah. Get out. Make friends. Do something. Correct. Because we don't even have the same company that we used to have when we, we were younger. Yeah. You know, we had all these young people all over the place. We was just trying to find somebody's car to jump in and just roll out. Correct. It, it, it didn't matter. We didn't have it. We didn't have no car. We just jumped, <laughs> jumped in whoever car. And so the thing is, it's like we you just enjoyed life as young yeah. people. What, this fear that has come over us. And yeah. I, like I said, for me, I think it was just the past mistakes mm -hmm. and the fear of not making those mistakes anymore mm -hmm. just made me just shut down out of life. Yeah, and you can't be that way. Mistakes are a part of life. Yeah. And you're going to make them. Yeah. And you're going to keep making them and yeah. keep making them. Yeah. One thing um, I learned is that the devil learns from his own mistakes. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. He learns from his own mistakes. Yeah. If he tries to get at you one way and it didn't work, yeah. he's like, oh, I'm going to try to try to get Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. But he keeps going he, and going mm -hmm. and going and going. But we stop. Mm. We stop. Mm. You know, we're, we're afraid to make mistakes. And mm -hmm. we shouldn't be afraid to make mistakes. That's yeah. what educates us. That's what teaches us how to do things better. Yes. You know, and we, keep, we have to keep going and going and going until we figure out you know what it is that's going to work. If we don't make any mistakes, we're not going to grow. Right. That's right. At all. That's you right. Know? And we have to be able to grow as human beings. Yeah. And we have to be able to understand what failure feels, feels like. like. Oh. We have to. Because yes. if we don't 
don't, if we don't feel <laughs> failure, you know, when you do, it, it can kill you. It can. You know, yeah. it can completely just put you down. Yeah. You know, so we do need to feel what failure, you feels know, like. feels like. Yeah. Because then when we feel what success feels like, yeah. it's, man. It's even, it's even better. It's even better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think that's where I am. I'm 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 there. I, I'm thankful for your testimony because it it helps. I love the fact that if we could just go back just for a second. I love that you said they tried to diagnose you for stuff. Yeah, that's so that's so that's deliverance. Yeah, one hundred percent. That is deliverance to me. Cause, and you know how many people just you know just take stuff Correct. just because somebody said somebody said it. This is what it sounds like. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And I have an awesome therapist, but I can always tell when she's going to the left. The Holy yeah. Spirit in me says, that's not for you. Correct. She's, she's giving you the best knowledge that she can. Don't, don't fight her on this. Uh-huh. But that's not, not for you. Especially when we're spiritual. Come on. Christians. Yes. And we are attached yes. to God. Just like God can heal a heart, he can heal a mind. Yes. Come on. You know, and so I can't accept what you're telling, telling me, me. <laughs> when God tells me Woo. that with his stripes, I am healed. healed. Yeah. I stand more on that. Yes. Than what you're trying to say. Come on to me. So I need to find a second opinion, opinion. that's going to coincide yes. with what the word of God. I love says it because I am the creator yes. created us. And like, I love it because yes. so many people depend only on the therapist and today it's therapy is being it's needed it is but uh-huh. it's being exalted above the uh-huh. word it's been exalted above god yeah. even me i i got into it once i started therapy i was just like everybody go to therapy go and, and you know and it's needed mm-hmm. but I, I wasn't following that up with have a relationship with jesus Correct. too Yes, you have to have a relationship yeah, with God. Yeah, you got to well. have the relationship with God because Correct. these are humans. Yes. And they're, you know, they're getting educated by by science, which is good, mm-hmm. but there needs to be an integration between Correct. your theology Correct. and their and psychology. That's right. Nothing is wrong with it, mm-hmm. but you need to balance it. If not, Correct. it'll be all psychology and science, and the creator will have nothing to say. Correct. Over what, you know what I'm saying? Because you won't be listening for you won't for be listening, exactly. <laughs> and you know, I'm not saying stop, take your medication. Right, that's I get not you. Exa- that's not what I'm saying. Right. What I'm saying is listen for God. Yeah. Wait for God to deliver you. Yeah. And the thing is, when God is delivering you, you'll get stuff like, Tamika, maybe we need to start decreasing and weaning you off your medication. Yeah. That's how you know that God is working <laughs> yes. in your faith yes, yes. and that it is time yeah. for you to start weaning yeah. off of these medications, mm-hmm. you know, and it's so wonderful because even being weaned off and, and I'm going to be honest with you, fear came in, yeah. you know, because you become dependent on these yes. things, Come on. you know, fear set in and I'm like, okay, what if they wean me off and, and I fall right back into mm-hmm. it, you know, again, anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I had to stop myself and I said, said, no, Tamika, you're going to trust God, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and believe that he is delivering you, you know, from this situation, because that's one of the things that I wanted, Mm -hmm. you know, and things such as bipolar and clinical depression are things that people say are incurable. However, grief, depression can be managed and cured 
if you go to therapy. Wow. So you need both sides. You of need it. both sides. You need of both it. sides yeah. of it so that you can go ahead and do the the theological side. Yes. You know that's going on, and then your spiritual side, yeah. which is your prayer, your spiritual supplement, the right. word of God, your spiritual Prozac, which is yeah. that prayer when you're <laughs> down there. Yeah. You know, and and sometimes you just cry. Yeah. You don't know what it is. You just cry. Yeah. Your intercessory prayer. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you don't know what's going on with you. Everything is racing through your mind, yes. but you just don't know what to pray about. Yes. And you allow your spirit yeah. to pray to God, you yeah. know, to make the intercession because you just don't know, wow. you know, and when you get up, when you're done, yeah. it's this relief, yeah. you know, and a release that yeah. comes over you, yeah. you know, because you've put everything in God's hands mm -hmm. at, that time, at that time and you are standing on the word of God yeah. and trusting him, yeah. Yeah. you know, for everything. And I honestly feel that if I ever stopped trusting God, yeah. I could go, go back, back. Yes. down that yeah. road, which is why it is so important to me now my relationship with God is number one, mm -hmm. you know, in my life. It is my medication. Yes. It is my spiritual medication right. is being with him. And again, not just praying, not just saying, Lord, thank you for the day. Yeah. You know, it is toiling before God yes. and actually wow. reaching him yes. and touching him yeah. and allowing him to reach us becoming one yes. intertwined. Wind, like yeah. I said, that intimacy, yeah. you know, that that is is required of us, yeah. I feel nowadays, which is why all of this therapy is heightened as well. Yeah, yeah. God is trying to tell you He's all something. something. Yeah. He needs intimacy yeah. from his people. So yes. you don't have to do all of this. Yes. therapy <laughs> Because if you could sit and talk to God about everything that's going on in your life. Yeah. You won't need a bunch of that. Right, right. You won't need Man, a bunch. Man, that's so powerful. You know, and I think this, even when it comes down to COVID, I, I feel God is trying to move us and yeah. position us yeah. into a place where we need him. We need him. And we need intimacy yeah. just from God. Yes, right. One-on-one. One-on-one. You know, and I understand, you know, couples will go as couples, yeah. families will go as families, but... He wants that one, one on one. On I'm telling one. you. I'm telling you. That one on one, just like we do with our therapists. We yeah. sit in therapy one, one on, on one. one. Yep. You know, and, and we, we tell and them. And we tell them <laughs> one on one. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they give us all of the different, you know, knowledge and research and all of these different things. Mm -hmm. But it's so different when we go to God one on one yes. because he literally reaches down My into God. our spirit and yes. our emotions. Yeah. And he is able to minister to our emotions yes. and our spirit. Spirit. Yeah. He is able to tell our sadness go away. Yeah. He is able to tell our anger be calm. Mm -hmm. He is able to tell our frustration it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Just be patient. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. he's able to tell us these mm -hmm. different things. Yes. You know, our therapist can only give us facts, yes. you know, about frustration and sadness yeah. and all of these different things. But yeah. God can give us genuine yeah. concern and care and a weight. Out yes, absolutely. Of these different absolutely. things, you absolutely. know. So he he loves us yeah. different. Yeah. He loves our our soul and our yeah. spirit completely wow. different because he too has 
all of these emotions where he gets frustrated with us. Yes. He gets Come angry on. with us. Come on. He gets sad at some of the things that yeah. we do. Yeah. You know, and so and he's in pain. Yes. You know, a lot of time. This is where we get it from. Yeah. He made us in his He image. made us in his <laughs> he, Come he on. Did. He made us like him. Yes. You know, which is why he he feels us when we cry. Yes. He, he knows these different yeah. things. Yeah. Who better yeah. to go to than the comforter? That oh, is what my. he's there yes, for. Lord. Who's better to have that one-on-one yeah. you know with so wow. yeah it's just been an amazing journey yeah you know all together an amazing journey mm-hmm. um i will never change my relationship with god for anything anything you know it's been solidified mm-hmm. you know through this yeah it's been solidified yeah god. yeah this is this is uh the most one of the most amazing conversations i've had wow. <laughs> just like because yeah. and it, it's because i relate yeah. I truly, truly, truly relate yeah. to this process. Yeah. Because I'm I am just arriving to that place of acceptance. Yeah. I like what you said because I too thought I was worse off than what Thank I really you. was. That's the trick of the enemy. And really all I had to mm-hmm. do, like you said, is identify where the pain, where the frustration, where all of this irritation was coming from, where this fear Correct. was coming from, mm-hmm. what what was it? And for me, a lot of it was my failure, and a lot of it was the opinions of other people. Yes. And when you're in this business right here as a pastor, you get a lot of different opinions about you. you. Do. People love you, I think, mm-hmm. but they have a different idea of you and they didn't have different expectations of you and because of that if you don't meet their expectations their opinions get a little bit ugly sometimes and you have to hear that and you have to adjust to that and i'm thinking god but i'm i'm a nice guy i'm i'm really cool and Mm -hmm. it's like but god's like you're not here to satisfy all of these different opinions that's right once you accept who you are Mm -hmm. Then, you, like you said, one time you had to you had to start adjusting to be like other people because you thought they had it together. Correct. That was yeah. me. I thought, well, let me let me try to be like this mm-hmm. as a pastor. Maybe I need to be like this mm-hmm. as this or that. And I, I started losing myself. Wow. I'm getting yeah. ready. I'm getting my wife and I are getting ready to do a podcast on uh, relationship. We're going to finish this season out talking about relationships, and mm-hmm. it's so beautiful because <laughs> the first one we're going to do is going to be called "When Losing You Means Finding Me." Oh, I like it. When losing you means finding me. Yeah, I love you, but mm-hmm. if, if we don't connect, you know, the Bible says in yeah. Amos three and three, "How can two walk together except they be mm-hmm. in agreement?" Yeah. If there's no agreement, mm-hmm. I can be cordial, but I can't be close. Can't be close. That's right. I can't allow, like, like you said, if I keep allowing the wrong people to get close to me, mm-hmm. then my anxiety is never going to be, I'm never going to be healed because yeah. I'm always be uncomfortable. I'm always, and not that people, we're called to just be around people that make mm-hmm. us comfortable. Sometimes God allows us to be challenged by people mm-hmm. and that's that's okay. Mm-hmm. But like you said, that has to be something that you're trusting God for. Correct. He's leading you into that. Mm-hmm. But just allowing people to abuse you just for fun mm-hmm. and you just feel like I got to let it happen. No, I don't. No, and we have to be careful about putting expectations on people as well because yes. that causes anxiety. Yes. You know, we can't go around and assume that people are going to like us yes. or we expect you to like us yeah. because, I, well, I expect you to like me because I'm the pastor's daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I expect you to. You know, yeah. we can't do that. And then when we find out, I don't <laughs> like you, you know, then it's like, oh my God, you yeah. don't like me. Yeah. You know, and now you're anxious Your whole world around is that false. person. <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> so stop putting expectations on people. Yeah. Period. Yeah. You know, people are not like you. People yeah. don't feel like you. People don't think like you. You know, so it's not fair to put those expectations on somebody right. else, you know, That's because good. you assume, yeah. you know, that they should feel the same way that you feel right. about a situation. Wow. So I do understand that. That's so powerful. I mean, this. This is so good, man. I'm gonna have to get you to come talk to our church <laughs> now. That's I'm just like I'm like I give her a Sunday morning right now because there's so many people really don't understand that. But yeah. I think, like you said, being able to identify, yeah. and now when I have such circumstances and situations, because they don't stop, mm-hmm. no, they just they keep don't. going. Life yeah. keeps going. Things happen. Mm-hmm. I'm able to put those things in the right places, correct, so that I don't worry myself. Correct. You see what I'm saying? The Bible mm-hmm. says, the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. For nothing, that's the, right. The word anxious, and then he says, to cast all your cares. The, 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 the word care in another mm-hmm. translation means anxiety. anxiety. Correct. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> cast all your anxiety, anxiety on, on him. Correct. You know? And so, because he cares for you. And, and yeah. the thing that, that blessed me with that verse is that he said, I care for you. That's right. Like, that tells me that the problem really ain't that big because he's, he's not saying I care for the problem. No. He said, I care I for you. you. I made you. I created you. I want you to be all right. I want you to be able to keep living past this. I don't want this to be your final destination. I don't want depression to be the end of you. I don't want you to take yourself out by no means necessary. I've given you abundant life. I want you to live it. I want you to live it. I want you to live it for me. That's right. That's whether you're in the building of a church or you're out there at a, at a PJ Morton That's concert. Right. <laughs> I want you to enjoy every phase of your life. I've given you relationships, husband, wives, kids, friends, whatever, to enjoy those people, not to irritate them or, or to make them, you know, uh, to be you. You know, Correct. just just understand that there are people that you're going to be close to. They're not going to be like you. And Correct. it's okay. They need their own identity. They do. They don't want to be manipulated by you. I don't know why people think Jesus was miserable. (laughs) Right. You know, I I just, I don't understand that. He enjoyed his life. He enjoyed his life. Absolutely. He enjoyed his, he traveled. Mm -hmm. You know, he enjoyed his family. Yeah. He enjoyed his friends. Yeah. He enjoyed working miracles. Yeah. It's like we look at Jesus and we're like, oh my gosh, (laughs) he had to go through all All of this. All of this, yeah. You know, but he enjoyed everything. Every he laughed, yeah, he cried, yeah, he sang, yeah, you know, he enjoyed his life, <laughs> yes. you know, out there, you know, and even when he went to the cross, yeah, he did it with joy. He said, For the joy you that was set yes. before you, he did it with joy, yeah, yeah, you know. So, yes, we have to enjoy, yeah. we should go out there. With, God yeah. meant for us, I love to it. enjoy this beautiful world that oh, he man. created. Yeah. You know, he did. He yeah. meant for it. He don't want us to be recluse. He doesn't yeah. want us to be inside. Yeah. He don't want us to be depressed. Yes. People sometimes, you know, you go through your bouts of depression. Oh, yeah. Everybody oh, yeah. does. Everybody does. You know, but it's like, get over it and get back and out get there. Get back out there, yeah. You know, get Try back again. Out there. there you go. Try living again. That's yes. I, I, I've always preached it. And when I found myself depressed, I was just amazed at how my humanity changed my theology and that was so terrible for me because I knew I knew better, but I knew because I always tell people Jesus was not doing church. Mm -mm. Jesus was doing life. Yes. I said, everybody he healed, he was giving them the life back. Every eye that he opened, he giving them the life back. When he cast out the demoniac, giving the life life back. back. Jesus was not trying to do church. Matter of fact, he didn't do any of those things, many of those things. Mm -hmm. 
in the church. That's he right. did those things where people That's were living church. life. That's right. <laughs> he did. He was giving them their life back. So, 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 like you said, this this anxiety when he when he heals us or teaches us how to manage yeah. stuff. It's because I think a lot of stuff is just discipline. You know, Correct. I think a lot of like you said, if, I, if I'm not praying and life is happening, I can expect my anxiety to take over me. You can. But yes. if, if I have this intimate relationship with Jesus and I'm, I'm seeking him every day and I'm communing with him every day on a regular basis and being close to him every day, I found out that life can happen. Life can happen. Yeah. And I can happen to life. That's right. It don't it, it doesn't have to have the last word. It doesn't in my life. The situations don't have to have last word. I can I can punch back. Correct. Every day you wake up, you can do something different. Yeah. yeah. Every single day Every you single wake day. up, you got another chance to just do something yeah. different. Wow. You know, with yourself. And I found myself doing that. I do little stuff like when I go to restaurants, I said, I won't order the shrimp this time. I'll order this. Yes. Just try something try new. Try something new. Yeah. You know, get out there and and try something new. Be bold. Yes. Come you on. You know, is yeah. what I've learned. Be yeah. bold. You know, especially when it comes to speaking God's word. A lot of times we question ourselves, is God talking to me? Is God talking? <laughs> well, if it's in the word, then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say if he's you talking can see to it. You. <laughs> yeah. You know, be bold. Get out there. Mm-hmm. Ask questions. That's yeah. my biggest thing. Ask yeah. questions. Yeah. You know, especially the people that you care about. Just never assume. Ask them a question. You know, you may find yourself being mad for days, you know, and it had nothing to do with what you thought it did. Mm. You know, so ask a question so you can free yourself, you know, of that anxiety. All of those things are important, you know. And again, bravery, boldness, courage, you know, has a lot of, of different things to do with it yeah. don't be afraid of people yes you Come know on. don't be afraid to talk to people yeah you know um don't be afraid to to say things that god has said yes you know and so it, it is it's just life yes live it one of the things i heard dr uh creflo dollar say i was i was up the other night and i believe it was just a god moment i thought i was just losing sleep but mm-hmm. i was i was on youtube and i saw him preaching in florida and he said this he said he said god taught him through grace he said he showed him that he could never deliver people that he wasn't delivered from. Yeah. So you can lead people, pastor you people, can. and all of that. But if you think that if you want them to affirm you and celebrate you and you think they mm-hmm. owe you something, you'll never be able to deliver people never. that you're not delivered from. That's true. And that freed me. I had never heard right. that before. Yeah. I had never heard that before. I was like, wow, God doesn't call us to this type of leadership. To, right. cause then, like you said, it, you end up with spiritual lockjaw. You won't say anything, anything that God correct. says, and and you'll feel like when you do say something that you have to, you know, pacify people after the fact, and that's correct. not and really that's not it. because anytime you speak the truth, you that is loving people. It is, you know, it, it may is. not feel good to them, but sometimes they don't understand that it come to us first as pastors that's, and preachers, that's right. and we have to we have to humble ourselves and say, correct. okay, God, I hear you talking to me. And then once we get through us processing us and delivering us, mm-hmm. we're able to be free enough Correct. to go deliver to go other deliver. people. That's it's right. not about being offensive or ugly. It's mm-hmm. just it's a bold word that Correct. comes from God. I'm just Correct. a vessel mm-hmm. that's willing to do what he's called me to do because he's already dealt with me concerning the same thing. Correct. 
Yeah. So I think they think we missed that part. I but, think so. But it's not true. No. Tamika, I'm so thankful <laughs> to have you today. I, I just, was so glad I to be really here. could t- talk to you all day. <laughs> I, I gotta, I, I, we got to work some out. Yeah. You got to come speak to our church. I'm serious. I would I, love to. I, this, oh man, I would love to sit, have this exact conversation just in front of them. Just, you know, I, I love the podcast part, but I really believe people need something a little bit more intimate on this subject yeah. because people really don't know. I, I, you can see people with that control freak mentality. Oh, yeah. oh it's so clear. Yeah. And I think that what you're saying, you're using the scriptures, you're using God's word, and you're using the power of prayer yes. and intimate relationship with God to let us know, yes, therapy is great. But it, it it's still you still need that you that relationship with Jesus. You got to have that. Got to have that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It's not one sided. No, it's not one sided. No. Oh my God! Thank you so much for You're being welcome. with us today. <laughs> Listen, uh, all y'all, just you got to subscribe <laughs> to this now because Tamika has shut it down. <laughs> Don't forget, you can follow me on social media at the Apostles Corner to keep up with what's going on here, and of course, opportunities. To join us for live events on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Of course, you can share this podcast with your friends and ask them to join our community on these audio podcast platforms. Apple, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, and many, many more, actually. Don't forget, you can also join me every Sunday on Facebook and YouTube at Generations Church, or you can feel free to join us in person at 9644 Mamel Boulevard in North Little Rock, Arkansas, 72113. Until next week week thank you for joining us today and again tamika you will be back (laughs) god bless y'all y'all have a wonderful day